What up, what up, what up? What's up, everyone? This is Chris Hasbrock. I'm back once again uh, from the Chris Hasbrock Show. Feel the ImpactSports.com, Impact Sports Cincinnati. Uh, tough one today. It was uh, not one of the best performances from the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, this was a tough. This one's a tough one to swallow. Uh, I was kind of going back and forth. If you read my preview on on the on the website, uh, I picked twenty three seventeen Bengals. You know, I fully expected a a much different game from the team. That's obviously not what we received here. It was uh, it was quite the interesting uh, performance by our Cincinnati Bengals today. There was a lot. I mean, if you kind of break it down, I fully expected when I was doing my my preview. Like I said, I I had twenty three seventeen. That's officially what was published. Again, I like I was telling Nick, uh, I I talked myself into an ass whooping is kind of what it was because I, I truly thought the game was going to be closer. Uh, I figured the Bengals would, would come away with a victory in this one, and and but I originally said twenty three twenty, maybe twenty three twenty one. The injuries to the Panthers' offensive line, I thought, were going to play into a much bigger, you know, play a much bigger role than what they did. Uh, when you know, when you kind of look at it, I, I figured the the you know the offensive line, you know, missing three guys. I, I I expected the Bengals were going to come out and really let their offensive or let their defensive line, led by obviously Geno and uh, and uh, Carlos Dunlap. I thought they were going to really you know take control of the game. Um, and that's not what happened. It was uh, quite an impressive performance by the Carolina Panthers today. Cam Newton, only 150 yards passing. He was uh, 15 of 24, 150 yards passing. He did have two touchdowns, uh, no interceptions. On the flip side, Andy Dalton threw for 40, threw 46 times. He completed 29 of those for 352 yards, two touchdowns, uh, four picks. Now. Two of those are, I mean, the, the first interception, you know, it was over John Ross's head. But I'm going to, I mean, it, was, it was overthrown, so that one's on Andy. Um, the next one, the second one was uh, to Josh Malone that, I, I mean, it, it bounced off of me. I think he let the ball play him, and it bounced up in the air. I'm going to say not really Andy's fault. The the third interception, I, I'm sorry, John Ross. I, Nick, I'm sorry to tell you, but you know what? I I, I saw a tweet that was perfect. Uh, I really, you know, and the tweets, you know, stated it, you know, flat out. Starting to understand why Marvin Lewis did not put John Ross on the field a lot last year. And it's definitely coming into, you know, it's coming into the picture now, clear as day, as to why he's not on the field as much as you would think. Uh, I, I don't know if I'm ready to completely say bust, but he's damn sure not putting himself in a position to consistently be out on the field. Even in a garbage time drive, like the last drive of the game, John Ross was not out there. And that was another tweet I saw that said it all. John Ross completely gave up on that route. He acted like he had no idea the ball was coming to him and then turned around and it was intercepted. I'm sorry. I'm not going to put that one on Andy Dalton. Uh, and then the last interception on Hail Mary. I mean, come on now. I mean, I'm not going to, you know, I, I thought Andy Andy was under pressure a lot today. The offensive line did not have a good game. Cordy Glenn did not have a good game. 
overall, this team was not very good today. Plain and simple. They were not very good. Um, you know, Bengals fans should look at it and they should be they should be pretty pissed today. Um, you should be pissed off the performance of the offensive line, the defensive line. Granted, defensively, we knew it was going to be a little tough. Missing, obviously, perfect, still suspended. Um, you have Michael Johnson was out, obviously, the, the defensive rotation. Uh, Ryan Glasgow ended up getting hurt, which, you know, that's another, you know, hopefully things will get better for him. It didn't look very good. But, you know, Preston Brown being out. So, you, you there was a lot of injuries on the defense. Uh, we're 2-1 and one now. It, yeah, it's not where we really want to be. Uh, especially having to head to Atlanta next week, uh, which, you know, very well could be 2-2, two and two, uh, leaving Atlanta. Uh, have a 2-2 two and two record in September. You know what? Honestly, I'll take it because I think this team's a lot better than, uh, you know, than, than what we've seen, especially what we saw today. Uh, I think this team, they just had a bad day today. And it, unfortunately, they picked a, a bad day to have a bad day. Uh, you know, playing Cam Newton, you know, who... Cam Newton is he's he's a tough one to deal with. And this offense, and I wrote it in my in my preview that, you know, this is a very unique offense. Uh Christian McCaffrey is a damn good running back. He ran for 20, 28 times today, I'm sorry. Uh for 184 yards. His longest was 45 yards. So in the first half, it looked like he was, you know, a lot of almost half of his yards uh were just on one run that he had early on in that first half. But um Cam Newton added 36 yards, but he had two touchdowns. You know, so you know, Cam Newton had a had a part in four of those touchdowns and all four touchdowns that Carolina scored today. Uh, you know, it, it was it was a tough one. It was it was it's a tough pill to swallow today. Um, Giovanni Bernard, um, you know, it kind of felt like Bill Lazor kind of bailed on the on the rushing game early on. I mean, the running game, you know, they only ran for 66 yards today. Um, Geo, you know, they just, you know, I know they, they had to, NFL.com has this all messed up. I don't think that they, let's see here. I got to look here. No, they, it's saying according to NFL.com, I think they, you know, they're not counting some, some runs here. I'm pretty sure that they might have missed something here. Let's see. Um but overall, you know, you get, you know, to start off, you know, the Bengals have yet to give up a touchdown on the very first drive of the game, which is an impressive stat. Um, you know, they, they forced, you know, Carolina, you know, into a, into a three and out on the first drive. So that right there, you know, kind of sets the tone early on. Bengals get the ball, you know, you know, a quick pass, you know, up the middle to, um, uh, to Tyler Boyd to get things rolling. Tyler Boyd had a hell of a day today. Um, Tyler Boyd, let's see, according to the box score here, Tyler Boyd, six receptions for 132 yards in the touchdown. Um, his longest was 49 yards. That ended up coming in the in the fourth quarter there. Um, overall, I mean, this is, you know, the Bengals originally started off, and they looked, they looked ready to establish themselves as a dominant force in this game today to, you know, uh, based off that first drive. And I mean, they really got it rolling. Um, it was an 11 place, 75 yard drive that took, you know, six minutes and three seconds off the clock, you know, capped off by Geo's one yard touchdown run. That is, you know, that's a huge, you know, huge way to start off a game on the road, especially like I said, on the road against the, against a talented Carolina team that, 
you know, they're talented, but honestly, they didn't have the they the Bengals have more offensive talent in my eyes than what Carolina does. Um, but they've got Cam Newton, who is a completely adds a you know, adds a completely different dimension to a football game than what you know a pocket pass like Andy Dalton will bring. And that's what the Bengals, uh, you know, they just couldn't get any pressure on, you know, on Newton. And when they did, you know, you get a fumble. Uh, Carlos Dunlap, you know, uh, you know, forces a fumble and, and Sam Hubbard falls on it, but then it pops out and it's recovered by Cam Newton again. You know, it's things like that that it just didn't seem to fall the Bengals' way today. And like I said, granted, there was a lot of, a lot of things just, you know, they just, didn't go the Bengals' way, and I, I think defensively the injuries really played a. I think they played a bigger part in in the Bengals' defensive performance today. Um, you know they just couldn't get anything established. You know especially at the linebackers. Um, Nick Vigil, uh, you know he was you know he he was in there today. I mean you just had you know Hardy Nickerson. You know he ended up with um, three tackles and assisted on four. Um, Jordan Evans. I mean there was just you know. There was just a lot of, a lot of, you know, turnover, I guess, in in this team today, and it really, it just, it didn't pan out for the Bengals to, you know, to get the job done, and they obviously didn't do that. Uh, and I'm going to give a lot of credit to the offensive line of of Carolina because they really did a good job of keeping the Bengals, um, you know, stacked front four at bay, and. Uh, you know, we knew it was going to be a little tough, especially missing Preston Brown and and, um, and Vontez Burford, too. He's going to be out again next week. But, you know, it's situations like this that, you know, that really keep the Bengals, you know, it really puts them at a disadvantage because, you know, Dre Kirkpatrick, you know, you're forcing him to, you know, Dre is a serviceable cornerback in this league. He, he's a good corner. He has weaknesses. Uh, teams do a good job of, you know, putting themselves in a great position to take advantage of those weaknesses and attack his weaknesses. And that's what they've done. And Dre, the one thing that really ticks me off about him is he plays so far back off the receiver at the line. Uh, if you look at, you know, both corners, William Jackson is right up on He's right on the line of scrimmage, so playing almost a, you know a bump coverage there, where Dre is 10, 15 yards back, and you know when you're when you're you know trying to cover a guy like Devin Funches, who obviously has a size advantage of you, you know you have to you got to put yourself in a position to make a play, and, and Devin Funches, I mean he only had 67 yards receiving today, which is stunning to me, uh, uh, four receptions, and you know I. And looking at it here, that's what I'm trying to figure out if this game, I mean, let's see here. We're going to look at the game, official game book here. It's finally now posted. Um, but yeah, Devin Funches, only uh, four receptions. He was targeted seven times. He did have four receptions. Uh, he, he was missed a couple times in that first drive to where, you know, he wasn't able to make a, you know, make a clear play. Uh, but he hauled in 67 yards, uh, an average of 16.8. He didn't have his longest of 27. That was on a uh, pass where Cam Newton uh, rolled out to the left and found, you know, Funchess wide open. Um, nobody within, it seemed like, 15, 20 yards of him. Uh, and Funchess did have a touchdown. And then C.J. Anderson, the former Denver Bronco, uh, added the other one. You know, it's you know it's games like this that, again, really, you know, really make you scratch your head and you know you can't 
it's just this one was a maddening game today, and um, I know I was you know texting Nick all all you know throughout the game, and you know he was all fired up about you know not you know Andy Dalton sucks and all this, and I'm like okay, I mean. I, I get the, the emotional part of it, but you have to kind of take a step back and, and and take a look at everything. Granted, like I said, you know, defensive injuries were going to play a big part, and, and they truly did today. I mean, it's plain and simple. They played a big part to where the Bengals couldn't recover. They couldn't make stops when they needed to. Uh, the secondary got torched simply because Cam Newton makes plays enough to where he can get out of the pocket and set himself up for a good spot to to make a good throw. Like I said, he was only 15 of 24, so he wasn't very good, you know, passing-wise. And he only had 150 yards, but his 153 yards were in crucial times. And once that kept the, that kept the, um, you know, drives going. So it's, you know, situations like that to where the Bengals definitely did a, a bad job of, you know, trying to get off the field at a certain, you know, uncertain times and or at least making themselves in a spot to where they can make a play. Um, you know, Carolina was 6 of 13. That's 46% on third downs to where the Bengals once again struggled to get off the field on third downs. Um, but the Bengals were 4 of 10. Um, and they did hold Carolina to, you know, to getting off the field on the one-fourth down right towards the end of the, uh, I believe it was the end of the third quarter, I believe is when it was. But, you know... Rushing-wise, you look at the total first downs, Bengals had 25 first downs compared to Carolina's 23. Um, you know, six of those were on the ground, while Carolina had 11 on the ground. You know, Carolina had 230 yards net rushing, which is, I did not see that coming at all. This defense had come in averaging 70 yards. You know, granted it was only two games, but they had only averaged giving up 70 yards on the ground in the first two, you know, weeks, and they give up 230. That just shows the the miss of Preston Brown and the lack of um, push that the Bengals front four were. They just weren't able to get anything anything established there. Again, got to give a lot of credit to the Carolina Panthers and the way their offensive line came out and attacked the Cincinnati Bengals and did not let them let their defense get you know get established and and put a lot of pressure on Cam Newton. Uh, again, this is a tough one. This was a tough, tough uh, pill to swallow. Especially, you know, I thought I thought this team was going to was going to go in there and 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 come out away, you know, come away with a victory. Um, it's you know you you tend to you know you you tend to have you know some expectations that obviously don't go our way, and that's what happened. You know the. You know, the first drive was, again, the 11-play, 73-yard drive. There were, you know, two penalties, um, you know, that, you know, that that gave us a, you know, a chance for the touchdown, and, that, and that's what happened there. But, you know, we get the, you know, we get the ball, get the touchdown. It's like, okay, great. And then Carolina comes right back and, and scores, and then – you know, we get the ball back, and that's when Andy threw the interception to uh, to Dante Jackson, the rookie who had a great game. He ended up with two uh, two picks today. And then after the, you know, after you know after the interception, the Bengals come right down another twelve play, seventy five yard drive to where they were able to get a you know a touchdown there. So you know at this point it's fourteen seven. You're thinking, okay, here we go. We've got you know we're off you know off to a good start, and. 
and then Carolina continues to come right back, and you know, we have to punt, and it's when these it's just the Bengals just seem to kind of spin their wheels a little bit, and they kind of to me they got out of their game plan of you know the rushing attack, and it looked like Bill Lazor kind of did bail on it. And granted, and, and you you sign Thomas Rawls to be a, a running back, and yet you don't he's not even active. So that right there, you can't. You 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 can't comprehend what what they were doing. I, you know, you, Giovanni Bernard is a solid running back. Giovanni Bernard can be a number one running back, not for sixteen games. Giovanni Bernard can be a number one running back for three or four games, and be just fine. And Gio, I thought, you know, he had a solid game today. He, you know, he had a couple of runs that, uh, you know, were stopped kind of short, and he, you know, ran into the. Uh, the back end of, uh, I think it might have been Cordy Glenn, I could be wrong, I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, where he was, you know, knocked back a couple feet. And, you know, when your offensive line and, and tight ends, you know, blocking tend to struggle, then, you know, things just aren't going to go very well. And that's, that's pretty much what happened today. This was an all-around, not a solid performance. You know, you, you miss a field goal, you know, after you, you, know, you force Carolina to punt. Um, you get seven plays, you know, 61 yards, and you end up with a holding penalty. You know, you get, you know, you drop back, you know, you have to kick a 53-yard field goal. You end up missing that. You know, Carolina gets the ball. They go down. We force them to punt. And then it just, you know, then you throw two straight interceptions. And, you know, after, after the Bengals, you know, they had two drives in the first quarter. Two in the second, three in the third, and then four in the fourth. And you came away with no points in the fourth quarter at all. Your drives ended with a punt, a missed field goal, and two interceptions. So that right there is, you know, you only came away with points in three quarters. And, you know, you had a touchdown in the first on your first drive, then you threw the interception. A touchdown on the the first drive of the second quarter that you had, and then you punted on your next drive, and then you punted again on the first drive of the third quarter, and then an interception. But then you came back with the touchdown. So, not having the points that they did, you know, it, it tends to it really it it makes it difficult for you. And if you look at Carolina. They end up with points on every single in every single quarter. Uh, you know, they had two two. Um, Two drives in the first quarter end up with seven points out of that. Fourteen points, you know, in the in the second quarter off of three drives. Granted, one of those they start off at their own uh, six yard or started off their own two yard line after the punt we downed. Uh, Carolina was just going to go three runs and that was it and get off of the you know get off the field and head in the locker room. Then we forced them to punt on their first drive of the third quarter, but they scored a touchdown there. And then even though you know we forced them off on downs, you know. In the their first drive of the of the fourth quarter, we forced two punts, and then gave up that field goal. So, you know, it, it was tough. This was a tough game. Like I said, a tough pill to swallow. Granted, this team will have to come back and play. You know, they got to play a tough Atlanta team who can sling it around the field. Uh, I I'm fully I'm fully prepared um, to do this video next week with a loss. Um, that's you know I I figured at this point in time I figured they were going to be I figured they would be three and three and one um, after the Atlanta game. Fortunately, I think you know that's best case scenario. Uh, most realistic is going to be two and two. Uh, 
the Bengals, you know, hopefully they can get some of these guys back after injury, and then we will go from there. But, uh, you know, when it, you know, our, our team, you know, what do you think your team needs? I, I think we need to come back from injuries. Um, I, I've said it a couple times. I thought the Bengals would be 12 and four. This team is good enough to be anywhere from 10 and six to 12 and four, provided they stay healthy. That's been our Achilles heel right now. AJ Green gets hurt today. Uh, Ryan Glasgow gets hurt. You know, a couple guys we cannot afford to have injured. You know, Ryan Glasgow, yeah, he's not a starter, but he's one of those, you know, solid guys that fills in and, and does an admirable job filling in. You know, got to stay healthy. Joe Mixon hopefully can be back next week. But we've got to, you know, regardless of what happens, you know, with this team, they have to, they, they got to come back and, and play strong. Yeah, you might not, you might not beat Atlanta, but if you play a solid game, then, you know, it, it, it is what it is when you play, you know, when you play Atlanta. You could put up a ton of points, but you could get outscored simply because Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. Um, I believe he tossed five uh, five touchdowns today. So, I mean, you know, Atlanta's Atlanta's a tough. They're they're a tough one, and you know, and that's what the Bengals have to deal with now at two and one. Hopefully, they can they uh, they come back and uh, you know lick their wounds and and, and get prepared to uh, and get the, get prepared to go down to Atlanta on Sunday. But um, AJ Green did not come back in. Uh, that kind of worries me a little bit. He was he landed awkwardly. Um, I've heard groin. Uh, hopefully that can be, you know, that'll be good. Uh, hopefully he'll be, you know, he'll be good to go. Joe Mixon, hopefully he can come back. Uh, Billy Price is still going to be out. Preston Brown, hopefully he can come back. Uh, because, you know, you can tell this team is not, they are, they're different. And they're not as good when they're missing some of their guys. And, you know, it's the next man up mantra. But, you know, you know, Carolina, they you know, they exhibited that perfectly today. You know, that next man up, you know, mantra, and they did a great job because they, you know, their offensive line did a really good job of of keeping the Bengals, you know, front four at bay. And, you know, they, it's, again, this is a tough one today, but, you know, it's, uh, it, you know, again, I, I think the injuries played a lot more, they played a, a lot bigger factor than what, you know, you know, than what I thought they would. I didn't think it would be, you know, this this big of a deal, but it it truly was. And you got to give Carolina credit. You know, Carolina's a good team uh, coming into a one and one. You know, they had knocked off Dallas, and then they just uh, they had lost to Atlanta the prior week in a tough uh, division game. But you know, Carolina they got the job done like they needed to. And I uh, got to tip your cap to uh, to the Panthers and Ron Rivera did a great job of. Uh, of getting his team ready and, and, and really taking advantage of the Bengals' weaknesses and you know in a couple spots and they, like I said, they did a great job. So uh, again, this was a tough one today. Uh, it was a really tough one to watch, tough one to uh, you know to stay you know stay happy about. But again, uh, that's part of it. And unfortunately, you know the Bengals uh, came out on the wrong end of it. So just got to come back and get ready for you know just have to get ready for Atlanta next week. So. Um, as always, uh, make sure you check out feeltheimpactsports.com. I'll have a couple things coming up here hopefully this week. Obviously, my the Bengals-Falcons uh, preview. Um, I will have this video posted on the site as well. Uh, make sure you check out my podcast. Um, it's on Anchor FM. You can check out the link on, on my site. <sighs> Follow me on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock. Make sure you check me out there. Um, you know, 
I'd love to hear from you. Let's uh, converse back and forth. I'd uh, love to chat sports, anything like that. Um, I'm hoping to get some FC Cincinnati stuff up there, at least whether it's on the podcast or, you know, another video show like this. So um, thank you guys, as always, for your support. Again, um, check out my podcast. Check me out on Twitter. And other than that, I think that's it. Everyone have a fantastic rest of your night and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Take care. And as always, even though it's a little tough, new day.